Bojangles. Tell me when we're live. Finally, we're live. Okay, everybody, welcome to the worst podcast in the universe, the stream of random. Today, with our special guest, Claudette and Alex, and our um, our constant guest, Mr. Harry Reed, and me, Hacker Mike from New Jersey, the center of the quarantine. How y'all doing? Uh, We're doing good. Today, my little township of Ewing made the news because they threw a cor- oh, someone threw a corona party. Oh, was it the college? Was it the millennials, or it was actually the college students? I don't think it was college students. It was some forty-something-year-old uh, dude from the neighborhood who threw a corona party and was shut down by Governor Phil Murphy and the Ewing Township Police. Really? Oh yeah. I'll send you a link. Oh, it's on the news? Oh, it's on the news. It's on national television. Wow. I want to see this. I'll send it. Harry, you got to turn off your uh, speakerphone, my friend. I don't got a speakerphone on. I'm on headphones. Okay. Then it might be me. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. The usual suspects. So Alex wants sour cream, and he wants to risk going to the store to get sour cream. Yeah. But now he's looking at Amazon to see if he can order it, and it comes in a powdered form, which I'm thinking is going to be disgusting. Very likely. Now, did he check out Intershop? We have a local dairy that I've been getting things delivered from once a week, and uh, they're just out of stock. So I feel like I got him cream cheese for him to dip his cheese in. He has these cheese crisps. Oh my god. They're delicious. They're from Bunker Hill Cheese in uh, Ohio. They, they're like potato chips but cheese and they have every flavor imaginable like a potato chip. So um, so I, a lot of the people who I work for, they all left and they went to work for this company called GoPuff. Every, what is it called? GoPuff.com GoPuff.com they do mean? like they do deliveries of like snacks and munchies and mm-hmm. um, also sanitary um, devices and other things like rolling papers and grinders and things and bongs. So I don't think they're going to have sour cream at this place. I think this is, sour cream is a little bit um, too high end. But I checked out this thing called Intershop, which is a uh, shopping service that will go shopping for you. Let me see. And they want a 20% tip on top of their inflated prices. Well, I think but that... Like, I'll just go shopping myself. I, no, I don't mind paying someone. You know Grubhub and them? They don't yeah. make that much money. You order something that's 20 bucks and the 20% tip on that is nothing. So it yeah. I don't like Mike, you are on the extreme cheap end of things too. So. Well, you know if nobody paid them tip, they would just quit because it wasn't profitable right. and then Well, they, why would you do that? 
And then, and then the companies are trying to make a living right now. And then the companies would be forced to pay them more. Well, here, guys, I don't. I am extremely cheap, but it's not that I'm cheap. Like I, I don't want to support society, but I'm just frugal and picky about where I spend my money. Yeah. This is literally and, the companies being like, we're not going to pay them enough to make us profitable, but we'll pull on your heartstrings so you can pay them more. I guess oh, so. yeah. With the, well, the I, don't use, I don't use Grubhub services like that. And, and I it's, use, not, it's not called Intershop. It's called something else. I, I don't know the name right now. And I've been using a local farm that delivers, and they have a minimum that has no delivery fee. So I usually try to order to that minimum. And you should support your local farms as much as you can and not these um, Silicon Valley douchebags. That's what I do, and that's why I try to get other people to do it. But a lot of people don't want to spend an extra dollar to purchase meat from a good quality source mm-hmm. and would rather go spend a chicken that's like a dollar a pound that's fed crap, and then you're ingesting crap. So, Do you know a dollar a pound is cheaper than dog food? I'm just using it as an example, Mike. And I'm just saying that most of the times, the cheapest chicken in the supermarket is cheaper than the cheapest dog food. Yeah, that's saying something. <clears throat> it's so definitely you could just something. feed your dog chicken. Well, that's yeah, what I tell mom. I, I, I feed, I rather, when I'm supplementing, I rather feed them ground hamburger meat or like some kind of meat than, or liver. I mean, I, at this dairy, I get liver by the pound for a dollar. So, but if you I buy mean, that $1 chicken and then feed it to your dogs, your dogs are going to die. I don't I'll even eat. feed them the $1 chicken. She feeds it to me. I feed it to Alex. Exactly. That's the point. Feed it to Alex. You can cash in on that um, on that uh, in, inheritance money early. Yeah, well. Listen, Alex gets very high quality meat he, we buy. So hey, Alex. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. I finally found my place in our relationship, in my relationship with my wife. I'm okay. the 49%. I'm the 49%. Forty-nine percent. Yeah. And now that I've realized my position as a forty-nine percent, everything is fine. Because before I thought I was a fifty-one percent, but it wasn't working. I think I know what you mean. <laughs> I got that reference. I think. Yeah, it was Ariana. Ariana. We're recording a podcast. We got Harrowed and Alex and Claudette on. And we're just talking about the 49%. I, I don't understand why you think I'm treating Alex bad by, like, getting his feet, like, purchasing better quality meat. I don't think no, I'm treating like him bad. I'm just talking he about has, women, like, really the relationship between job. women and men in general. I'm not spe- speaking about you specifically at all. Yeah, well, it's kind of insulting. And second of all, you're just like, taking it personally, I but I don't want to insult you at all. I'm sorry. I, I really apologize if you take it personally. I'm not talking about you at all. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. So, Claudia, tell me, what are you? What are you? What have you been buying? Have you been buying good food for Alex and keeping him healthy? I'm trying to. 
we made we uh, we experimented with guinea hen tonight, which we did not particularly like. Oh no! Oh, in the backyard. I did not shoot it in the backyard. Was it tough? No, it just it's kind of in between a duck and a chicken, and it just didn't get. It doesn't have enough fat on it to get crispy like a duck, which makes duck delicious. And I added yeah. I added fat to it, but it just I don't know. I'm gonna make a stew with the rest of it. You know, with, with I have some chicken. Into the pot. It sounds like into the pot is in your future. No, I have an Instapot, and I have something already in the Instapot. I wanted it between a duck and a chicken, so a duck you want crispier. Like, the whole point of it is the skin to be crispy. Mm-hmm. And the skin didn't get crispy enough. No. So I'm going to I'm gonna throw the rest of it, yes, in the Instapot later. But I already have some. Um, we have uh, beef cheeks in the Instapot right now. Now, did, did Dad gorgeous. ever tell you, did you ever realize that we had guinea hens at our house? Yes. And the neighbors were going calling the police on us? The neighbors called the police on us for many things. We also had dick of the neighbors, but... But they were going crazy about the guinea hens? Yeah, they're very loud, but they're um, also very good for tick prevention, which people in New Jersey should be concerned about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was reading more into guinea hens and the nutri- what kind of nutrition they have, but... Um, I saw. Yeah, I saw more of my neighbors have contraband chickens. Oh yeah, you're not supposed to have chickens. I can actually have chickens at my um, place in Frederick City. We can have um, up to five chickens if you have 2,500 square feet of property. No roosters. No roosters. No one likes cocks in the neighborhood. Hmm. Well, we're not allowed to have chickens, but they don't enforce it. But if you have a corona party, then they're going to send the federales in on you. Well, good. They should. I looked at the, the story. It really was a corona party. <laughs> they called it a corona party. party. Yeah, I thought Mike was just making fun of it. They have like a Facebook invite that was like, here's our event, corona party, public. I think they did. <laughs> That's what it You think they did that? That's, that's, that's the implication from the news story. So uh, he that's drove hilarious. to West Virginia and turned around. Is Harry still on the call? Harry, are you still on here? Oh, yeah, I'm still on. I was just listening to the okay. guinea chickens. I would go for being polite, huh? I'm have actually you ever eating heard, Have you ever Have you tried guinea hen? I never tried guinea hen, but I was thinking that I maybe I should get quail. For quail eggs? Yeah, and quail I mean, meat. I mean that's uh they're not they're not really like meaty, but their eggs are very good. Pigeons. Quail eggs is very good. We have robins and uh cardinals and um uh, blue jays, all types of birds here in the yard. So you're thinking of eating them all? Not at all. I'm I'm just happy. Uh, I have so many worms. All the birds come in there getting super fat on all my worms because I've been feeding the worms so much. I'm happy that I have biodiversity in my garden, Claudette. 
You're going to so, eat quail? Uh, guys... Say again? You're going to eat quail, though? I never tried quail. Is it any good? Claudette was saying it's, it doesn't have a lot of meat. Well. It's like a tiny chicken. But I guess you could just eat the whole thing. You could just put it all in the Instapot and cook it. Yeah, the the point of quail is really their eggs is what they're known for. People don't really eat quail. Except they hunt quail because they like mm. produce a lot, but you don't really eat it. Mm. So if you're doing it. So did you guys check out that um, AOC video that I sent you? No, we haven't. We were doing we were doing a group chat with um, Alex's mom and stepdad before you guys called. Well, check just check it out and watch her hand movement. Harriet sent it to me. He says that um, she's moving like um, uh, Fidel Castro. Oh no, Alex doesn't even know who this is. AOC. Remember, I showed you the politician. You're like she's hot. Sandy. They call her Sandy. The one from Queens. She's like the congress. She's a congresswoman of Queen in Queens. She's, I showed you her. From central casting, they put out a casting call for a, um, a House of Representatives person, and um, they cast her into the role. They did not. They did. They did. She's actually she was casted. She's a, a waitress. And yeah, she responded to a cast, she responded to a casting call, and they thought that she was a perfect match, so they ran her, and she won. Hmm. Yeah, yeah look Alex it up on it. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Look up uh, AOC casting. Alex is in love with the Finnish prime minister. Oh yeah, is she cute. She's she's like thirty four. I dated a Finnish girl at one point. Me too. Did you like death metal? Did you? Huh? She was a um, she was a Russian spy. Of course she was. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when that happens. Yeah. So um. So, <laughs> so did you move out of your you moved out of your uh, apartment now you got our house now in Fredericks? Do you miss the apartment? Yep. Not yeah. right now. Yeah, not not right this second, but in general non coronavirus, yes. Yeah, you were really you really lucked out with that timing, huh? Yeah, we really did. Like, I, I took all of my money out of the stock market and put it in a house just before the stock market crashed, and I moved into a lower population density area just before a pan, major pandemic. It was it was very nice awesome. timing. Perfect timing, Alex. Good job, man. It's pure luck, but yeah, it was nice. Now, all I, if I could just convince you to start your garden. Hey, again. Yeah, I know. I'm on the phone now. Well then, turn it off. I'm I'm done. I'm 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 on I'm on the phone. If I could just start you to, if I could just convince you to start a garden. We already started a garden in D.C. and I bought 
I ordered um, herbs and lettuce seeds on Amazon, and they arrived the other day, so I need to plant them. Awesome. Now, the, there's five plants that you want to plant in your garden that are super, super fast-growing, okay? You ready? Radishes are the fastest-growing plant you can get. Like, they will produce food within, like, four weeks. Anyone there? Did I lose y'all? I don't know. I think they kind of went silent. So the next plant you want to get is bok choy, Swiss chard, and rugula, or a.k.a. rocket. Um... Those, and mustard. Those are the plants that will grow super fast and be very productive um, in the shortest period of time. All right. So, Harry, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about what's happening over in the um, in the old country? with your um, ex-Prime Minister, Mr. Bean? Oh, man, it's crazy out there. I guess he lied to the U.S. emissary. Flat out. Did he lie to the embassy, or did he lie to the uh, parliament, or both? Basically, to the guy that the U.S. sent to talk to him, basically, you know? Because he was like, oh, I'll, uh, I'll do this thing, and he never really did it. It was like a old school deflection, and then he started talking shit about him at the parliament meeting. But then, like, there were some interviews where they called the guy and they're like, yeah, well, it didn't go down like that. But uh, so this is all about the tax of uh, the tariffs, the hundred percent tariffs on Serbian products. Yep. And, but he did remove them in the end, right? I guess, uh, he did, but not exactly. No. No. <laughs> like. So are they removed? Not or like not? to the terms that it was going to get done, you know. So they had to like take him off the government. He basically like he had to remove it, or the government would end if that you know didn't happen. So it's like, uh, it was like one of those situations when you go to a bar fight and there's that guy that wants to start a fight by saying, what you looking at to the, you know, to the first guy that he sees. So it's like that kind of situation. Mm. Like... 
he basically had the terms to keep the coalition going but he just broke all the terms and then basically like made everything happen like that but then he tried to pin everything on the other parties and then he started saying mm. that uh they tried to overthrow his government and he had proof but the hard drive got lost oh one of those yeah one of those so like, the check is in the mail they're all conspiring against me I've got proof, but it's on my hard drive. I can't find it. Yeah, but the hard drive is lost. And then he tried to, like, uh, basically breach some security meeting. That's, like, top secret stuff between, like, the U.S. and Kosovo. That's, like, he wanted, he wanted security to stuff. That. Yeah, that nobody's, yeah. like, like, nobody's supposed to talk about, you know, like, those meetings they had even years before like the politicians that were in power they aren't supposed to talk about it either it's like confidential sure. information they yeah. can't leak because it's like sensitive to well politicians have to do sensitive stuff all the time they have sensitive stuff all the time yeah exactly but like he he was trying to leak that but then if he leaks that, that would just land him in jail, like, for no reason. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it just self-destructed. Okay. And considering this party, like, this guy's party had only 26% of the votes in the entire country. Yeah. But, he was trying to, you know, take shit over with 26%. But it didn't work out, man. Because, you know, people don't eat grass. They might burn it and inhale it. Mm. But oh, they no. don't eat it. Yeah, I think Claudette yeah, dropped, huh? I think she dropped out. I'm not sure. She says she's still there. Claudette, say something. Not online. You dropped. It dropped. Oh, well. At least they uh, joined for a little bit. So, Harriet, I have to give you some feedback. And Come I on. do appreciate your cousin. I do appreciate your inputs about Kosovo and telling us what's going on, but your explanations are not, they're a little bit confusing. Yeah, that's true. Like someone, who doesn't, someone who doesn't know anything about it, you know, then you're not giving enough background information so that people will understand it. Yeah, I got to give like more gotta, background info on this stuff. Cause you like gotta explain things to me, man. You got to explain it so everyone can I'll understand. Not not explain it. But you, should, you don't explain it. Explain it. Just explain it. Make it plain. Well, 
explaining it plainly. Yeah. He caused the government to self-destruct because he didn't just hold on to the requirements that were actually part of the initial agreement, you know? Okay, but nobody knows what the initial agreement was. So, first of all, you got to explain to people that the government of Kosovo, it, it, it's not like the United States. Yeah, it's and a republic. The prime, minister, the prime minister is selected by the parliament, and the parliament, they've got like 20 different parties in it. It's like the Italian system where all these different parties, they form coalitions, and they select their prime minister, and they can get rid of him at any time um, if they're pissed off. And he pissed off one of his coalition partners, and they dropped him, right? Well, he didn't piss off only one of his coalition partners, but he basically did a series of different things that caused the whole, you know, thing to fall off. Like, first, before going into the coalition, they had an agreement to take off this tax that's like, a hundred percent tax on all the Serbian goods, tariff, which is also yeah. bad for the Kosovo economy because people don't get like basic things that they were buying from the neighboring country. Yeah, because the due um, to this whole Kosovo used to be part of Serbia, and they still and they still have to get. Hey, Ged, stop that. Ken, I, I see what you're doing. You're sitting on the dog. Stop sitting on the dog. Ken, stop sitting on the dog. So basically, they need their pl they need their plasma cakes. They need their um, their plasma uh, cookies from Serbia and their strudels. But and not only that, there's and like the agieta, the agieta, uh chicken chicken um, pasteta. And, and their coke. And what else do they need from Serbia? Their coke. Coca-Cola. I think they get their coke from there too. And like yeah. um, basically almost everything. Like even their pasta. Yeah. The drink, and their Microsoft products. Their Microsoft products. Even the mail goes through there before coming oh, over. What? Even the mail. Like some of the mail. Yeah, and probably all the telecommunication lines. Um, I think they moved that like to their own, like with the yeah. internet and stuff, because that's owned by the, you know, the company. Yeah, the company. Or friends of the company. Yeah. And or friends of the company. <laughs> Is that company like the government? The company is a code word for the CIA, and um, basically, Kosovo was um, the the government. Uh, the The telecommunications is run by Madeleine Albright, who was the foreign minister under 
um, Bill Clinton, who saved Kosovo from the Serbs and then installed all of his people to run the country afterwards. Yeah, but now Trump, like, he just sent this guy, um, forgot his name. Yeah, whatever his name is. And he, like, went there, and he's not even working with the politics anymore. He said, I'm just going to work with the economy there. Yeah. He and just then, wants to build a Trump Tower. In, they just want to build a Trump Tower in uh, in uh, Prezovica or something, in the, in the mountains, the ski resort. Yeah, exactly. But then Kurti was like, uh, he was like, I'm not going to work with you guys at all. Yeah. I don't want the economy to get better. Well, the, the communists, they don't want a free economy. They have to run the whole thing. They think that the government is the best place to run the economy. Yeah, basically. And they think that, like, the whole idea with Vendosia is that they're saying that everybody who's not them is going to steal the money from the people and is going to be corrupt. Yeah. But they're the only they ones that, who are not corrupt. And they think they're the only ones who are allowed to steal the money from the gov from the people and be corrupt. Yeah, it's not called stealing for them, though. No, it's, it's different. It's liberating. It's liberating the public funds. Yes, they have to liberate the public funds from the evil, corrupt people and then spend them on their friends. Yeah, it's like uh, the basic idea of uh, Marxism. Like if you go on Wikipedia and Ooh. read about Marxism, the schools of thought broadly include Marxism and anarchism, especially anarcho-communism. That's interesting. Yeah, and these like political ideas are usually like grouped together, and the main like uh, thing about it. Are you it saying is that anarchism, anarchism, and anarchism is related to um, communism? Well, that's what Wikipedia says. Really, I never heard that before. When you write communism on the second paragraph, it, I'm just going to read it. It says communism includes a variety of schools of thought, which broadly include Marxism and anarchism, especially anarcho-communism, as well as pol wow. political ideologies grouped around them. All of these share the analysis that the current order of society stems from its economic system and the mode of production. So, capitalism. Mm -hmm. That, in this system, so, there are two major social classes that conflict between each other. So, the yes, two classes. The capitalist and the proletariat, yeah. Yeah, so the, the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. Yeah, which is the, the dialectic. Yeah, this is the dialectic, the fight between the two. The so like the, the 1% and the 99, you can call that. But yeah. the thing is, uh, this 
political ideology basically presumes that you can't move in between these classes. Mm -hmm. You're stuck. Because capitalism is evil and you can never make a million dollars. Yeah. So in order to fix that, according to this analysis, I'm just going to move along. The revolution would put the working class in power and in turn establish social ownership of the means of production, which is primary is the primary element in the transformation of the society towards communism. So it means that which is exactly what Trump is doing right now. Yeah, like that's take exactly down, what Trump is doing. Take down whoever is like in power. Mm -hmm. And then bring well, up want other to, people. They want to take. They want to take the social control over all the companies, and um, overthrow the capitalists, and and force them to produce um, ventilators and whatever else. They have this big laundry list of things they want. But basically, they want to take over all of the companies. That's interesting. And then profit or steal underpants. You got to listen to Peter Schiff's um, radio. Peter Schiff? Um, S-C-H-I-F-F. I'll put a link in the um, in the chat. So you're saying Mr. Putas is trying to instill communism. Maybe it's happening worldwide. Wow, we even have one viewer. Y'all still there? Yeah, we're still here. We have one viewer that's not us. Well, I don't... Are we... Is anybody viewing the video, watching it, or no? I don't think I... No, we're not. So we have... No, you have one viewer. Wow. So Peter Schiff Radio, Schiff, S-C-H. Ah, oh, S-C-H-I-F-F -F Radio dot com. He's basically holding up the theory. He said that Donald Trump should change the Democratic Party because basically he's implementing all of the Democratic um, and Bernie Sanders um, ideals of, you know, forgiving all the student debt. Um and printing enough money to take over all the all the um, companies. Their government is competing directly with the companies mm. and the states um, for these uh, ventilators. And basically, they're printing money at an unlimited rate and then outbidding everybody, 
they're like, oh, yeah, we'll bid more because we're just going to print more money out of thin air. And they're going to forgive student debt, and they're going to give everyone money and just keep on printing money until um, basically his theory is that, you know, they're implementing the social takeover of the capitalist system. I'd really like to know, how is China communist? From what I've read, they seem more capitalist than we are, just more authoritarian. Well, well, that's communism. So it was uh, Nixon. Nixon went over there, and um, and Bush Senior went over there to um, influence them back in the '40s and the '70s. But they're definitely run by a communist party, and it's a one-party um, government. Sure, but how does it and manifest itself economically? Like they have plenty of sorry. But how does it manifest itself economically? They have tons of income inequality. They have like free trade. They have uh, they they have less. Uh, trade. I don't think they have free trade. They don't have free trade. Like if you want yeah, to free trade. Um, if you want to introduce, if you want to sell a product in China, you have to pay large, large amounts to like people to like grease the wheels. Hmm. Um, it costs you about a million. Always like, uh, yeah. We we looked into it. We wanted to sell. We wanted to sell our product in China, and it costs like I don't know a hundred thousand dollars registration fee per product. Okay. Like you can't bring your, yeah, you can't bring your products into China. Only Chinese can send the products here, but they won't let you bring anything into them. Well, that's their business scheme. Yeah. How they yeah. Also, if they find out your formula, they can make it there and sell it anywhere, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the only, and then they say to the companies, if you want to have it, sell it here, then you have to. Um, Produce it here, and then you have to hire our uh, people okay. to, like to reverse engineer it. This is like tariffs. It's like a tariff. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Basically, tariffs. Yeah, it's not free trade though. So I would just disagree that it's a free trade. So they, they can well at least internally start start businesses as they like and copy each other. They don't even have like copyright, right? They 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 do they can do pretty much anything they want, including uh, with including on the stock market, right? I thought they don't have the equivalent of an SEC. They have much more lax uh, regulations on how they trade stocks, so they seem more capitalist than we are, except maybe with regards to the equivalent of tariffs. Okay, I mean, so we have to distinguish between a liberal a liberal market and and let's say anarcho, anarcho, anarchy and capitalism. I mean, capitalism is really about the ownership principle, like property rights. And property rights are not being upheld in China, is what you're saying. Like you don't have property, you don't own, you don't own the rights to your thing. It's all owned by the people. Yeah, if it's just anarchy and everyone can take it and do whatever they want with it, then that's not really um, an ownership or property of one person. Then how do rich Chinese businessmen become rich Chinese businessmen? 
I, I really don't know enough about it, Alex. I mean, I can only guess. Everything I know from hearsay about China in practice seems to contradict the notion that they're communist. <laughs> Except maybe. Yeah, maybe. I hear what you're saying, but um, they definitely found they definitely found a way to make money, and they're more of a um, they're more open to commerce than other, let's say, communist countries, let's say uh, Cuba or um, North Korea or something, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could read books and books and books about this, and there's probably a whole, like, field of study on this topic that I don't know about. We could check. But it's not your run of... Yeah, but China is not your run-of-the-mill, like, average communist uh, country, right? It's something special. It's its own thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, they do, not, they do not follow the rules of other people. Yeah. Right? They're doing, they're doing their thing, whatever it is, and they don't listen to anybody. Yeah, but the regime is still communist, so like, it's all controlled by the state. Although there's so much stuff that it's hard to control. Basically, what I think. I mean, they're not doing what Russia did with the five-year plans and stuff like that, I don't think. Or do they have a five-year plan? Harry, huh. consult the book of knowledge and let's find out what is the economics of China. Well, this Wikipedia article is huge and it says that yeah. China exports about 2.5 trillion. Well, it exported yeah. 2.5 tw- trillion just this Be- past before year. Before it got the Rona. Before it got the Rona. Yeah, now it's got a 1.15. Nah, no, it's from 2017. Wikipedia doesn't have like any like recent developments, huh? So I guess it got an economic reform back in 1978. That was Nixon, Mr. Nixon. Yep. And they, they adopted these five-year plans that you said you talked about. When did they adopt them? That's when they adopted them, like in 1978. Uh-huh. The guide economic development, the Chinese central government adopts five-year plans. That uh, So a five-year plan is a series of social and economic development initiatives issued since 1953 in People's Republic of China. Since 1949, Communist Party of China has shaped the economy of China through the plenary sessions of the Central Committee and the National Congress. So basically everything has to go through the Central Committee and the National Congress to go through yeah, and out. But they do they decide like how many eggs people need and like how many socks? 
Well, um... Like in Russia, the communists were like trying to figure out how many socks to deliver to each city. It's saying citation needed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's kind of vague. So I got a... I just clicked on the five-year plan. Uh, planning is a key char- characteristic of social economies. Blah blah blah. They got the first plan. The key tasks of the first plan are concentrate efforts on construction of six hundred ninety-four large and medium-sized industrial projects, including one hundred and fifty-six with the aid of the Soviet Union. Lay out the primary foundations for China's socialist industrialization. Develop agricultural procedures cooperatives to help in the socialist transformation of agriculture and handicraft industries. Put capitalist industry and commerce on the track of state capitalism. So they're calling it state capitalism now. Facilitate the socialist transformation of private industry and commerce. So that's like when they first started turning private industry to, you know, state-owned everything. Mm -hmm. And then there's... That's what they're doing now. That's what they're doing now with the bailouts, that they're trying to implement um, all types of rules and say, oh, if you take this money... First, we're going to create the crisis on you. Um, we're going to force you back you in the corner, and now, in order for you to get out, you have to adopt all these rules. Which uh, I was told on the No Agenda show that those am- amount to basically the Green New Deal from AOC and friends. That they're basically implementing all of these Green New Deal um, constraints on the companies in order to take the bailout money. So they're basically implementing their, um, the communist uh, takeover of America through the Corona, through the um, Zulu X-ray. Wow. Uh, What did we get off topic on the Zulu X-ray? What? Zulu X-ray is if you take the C, the letter CV and you shift left on your keyboard, the C becomes the um, Z and the uh, V becomes the X. So we don't say coronavirus, we say Zulu X-ray, so we don't get taken down by the algos. But you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't say um, MK Ultra. we say... Um, New Jersey. Why don't you just say, uh, why don't you give us a cliff notes, like a list of acronyms that you use? Or text it to us. Yeah, or text it to us. Yeah, we have to do that. We'll have to come up with a code list. But, like, how would your viewers know what the hell you're talking about? They'll just think you're bad. Mm. We don't have any viewers. That's the thing. We have actually zero oh, viewers. That's huh? Yeah, the thing if is, you get more, the if you viewers. Get viewers the viewers have to listen to all the streams to understand what's going on. But we got one Including viewer. Including the deleted ones. 
Including, yeah, including the deleted one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got my cable. Yeah, we don't but have a... Um, we, yeah, we'll explain it to you, Claudette. We'll explain everything. No problem. We'll let you in on the secret. So basically, you shift left. So IBM becomes H-A-L. How? And okay. coronavirus. Huh? So, okay. On the keyboard. You just shift your fingers on the keyboard to the left. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been... Oh, no, that was, that's one letter down in the alphabet. Uh, IBM, right? H, no, one letter up. Yeah, I don't know. I-J. He's actually checking. See, Alex, you're actually checking what I'm saying. I don't even know what I'm saying. No, we're checking the party keyboard. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I B M H A L. Yes, you're right. Um, I B M becomes H A L when you shift left in the alphabet, not on the keyboard. Oh my god! That's for the um, that's for the uh, movie um, 2001: Space Odyssey. What I could not pick up. It seems like it takes a long time for that movie to pick up. But MK Ultra becomes New Jersey. MK becomes New Jersey. NJ. So we don't we don't call it um, MK Ultra. We just say Trenton. So Trenton is the code word for um, MK Ultra. We just say like you know. Um, Trenton Mental Hospital, for example. Hmm. That means MK Ultra. Whoa! Wow. And can't um, you turn that down? And then we have some other ones. Oh, we were working on which I forgot. Well, we had a. Uh, what was that, Clay? Cowboys name? What was the horse's name? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The cowboys. Yes. Oh, you're right. So we also have we're introducing the rhyming slang. The Cockney. So instead of the Cockney slang. rhyming slang, you ever hear of that, Claudette? No. Like in the movie um, Snatch, basically, um, for example, face rhymes with race. So you drop and you say um, boat race. Oh, you're talking like the the gypsy speak. (laughs) Yes, the Cockney rhyming slang. So instead of saying um, face, you say boat because boat is the hidden word. So it's boat race rhymes with face, but you drop race and face and you just say boat. So you could say, you, you could say nice boat, which means a nice face. And um, the secret word, Harrieta, to try to remember. So do you post any of this on, like, Twitter? Or, like, where do you, like, you're not getting any followers? No, we have no followers because we're being blacklisted and banned uh, by the algos. Shadow banned. We're shadow banned. Shadow. We're talking... 
we're talking about the um the forbidden the forbidden topics interesting but we came up with a cons- uh, the worldwide conspiracy theory i can explain that to you real quick okay the ultimate theory of life the universe and everything no. Did you hear that one yet? Quick, no. quick. I'll give you the skin. I'll give you the skinny. So basically, um all of life on earth was created by a um an intergalactic fungus that basically spreads out between the planets. Oh, we're talking about Mormonism again? No. <laughs> this is just a, friend, this is the fungus friend. theory. Okay. Hold on. Basically, the fungus um, created all life on all the different planets so it could have something to eat. And it needed um, agents that were faster than it, so it created humans. And then the humans created the um, the computers so it could be Mm -hmm. fed more efficiently. So our whole... Our whole purpose in life is just basically to feed the fungus, which is the um, which is the uh, feed the fungus is the um, mantra of our uh, of our podcast. Actually, the theme song. Gotcha. Harry, do you want to play the theme song? Oh sure. Let me find it. Hmm. Is it this one? Oh, yeah. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. some businesses not hurting in this, especially people who do make a living from YouTube and podcasts and uh, like online fitness coaches and stuff like that. Yeah. Even our jujitsu, they're like, no, you can't cancel. We're going to give you online courses. Uh, Yeah. I've been remote working. It's been pretty sweet. I think I get to remote work to like April 30th, which will be great. I'll, I'm pretty excited about not having to commute. Maybe they're that trying to move to remote work. Yeah. Alex is remote working too. So it's pretty pretty good. I was actually telling Alex back in January, I was like, let's get an Aerostream trailer so we could just work remotely. I was kind of, you know, preparing. I wanted to be it. We could have just gotten in our trailer, drove off. But the problem is if you're trying to do that, though, during this time, it's kind of hard to still isolate yourself if you don't have food. So if you don't have, like, an address. And what about the Internet? How are you going to get Internet in your Airstream? Well, we use our phones as mobile hotspots as it is. But you can get better uh, mobile hotspots. We've looked into this, like, global. Right, Alex? So you're actually uh, working from home using your mobile hotspot? Is that right? Yeah. 
Wow. We say screw the man and internet. I think That's it's amazing. the biggest week. Yeah. I came up with this actually back in when we moved to DC because we were at um, our last apartment in Columbia, Maryland, paying for internet that always shit out on us. So it was so bad. It was Comcast, I think. Yeah. So I started. Alex started using hotspot on his phone. That's amazing. So yeah, it's not worse than paying for internet. Well, mom's also just on her hotspot at home. I got her all set up. She's watching Netflix on her hotspot. Yeah. Yeah, I was the one that told mom about that in the first place. There's no reason to pay cable companies anymore. That's yeah, great. I think that's actually. I think once. Uh, I think that's one thing that's probably going to become obsolete is actually having internet companies. The only crappy thing is all these new, like the more I actually prefer tech that is uh, dumbed down. So like we had a Roomba that didn't have any Wi-Fi on it. It was great. You could just program it on the actual Roomba robot. It was great. Now we have one that's like, oh, you have to like, in order to set off and program it to set off every day, you have to have internet and Wi-Fi. So in like I have a sous vide that would run off of Wi-Fi. I figured out how to get that to work without having Wi-Fi. Um, I had to like tether to Alex's phone off of my mobile hotspot using his mobile hotspot as Wi-Fi. So we had to do that. Can I make a suggestion? What? Go to Amazon and get the GLINet $30 Linux-based micro um, internet router. Okay. Can you send that to me? Yeah, just type in GLINet. E-L-I-N-E-T. It's a $30 Linux-based um, OpenWRT router on Amazon, and you can plug your phone into it. You can tether it with your phone, and then you can share that in the whole house. It acts as it's got plugs for uh, Ethernet devices. It can do ad blocking. It can do... Um, um, it can do uh, porn. It, it can do video sharing. It can also do like um, video cam streaming. It can do basically anything you could ever think of. Okay. I'll put a link. I'll put a link in the chat. Hold on. Sounds good. Yeah, that would uh, that'd be pretty but cool. Now, but now that China's gone um, gone down because of the Rona, I don't know if you're gonna get any of them anymore. You might, want, you might want to buy one real quick. I mean, I, it's twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars on Ali AliExpress. Alibaba. Yeah. Uh, AliExpress. Ever hear of that? Mm, yes. But you can get them on Amazon. So as soon as I I heard the stock market's crashing, I started investing more in my four hundred one k. Actually oh, buying yeah? up, putting bigger percentage in, yeah. So I figured I'm just gonna invest more now while it's super, while it's cheaper. Yeah, I started buying uh, silver coins and gold coins. I already have those. Like, but I'm Here, curious. Put a link it's, in the chat. I've I've actually been looking. I've also been like. Looking at, I've been trading a little bit in Robinhood too. Oh yeah. There's been, yeah. I've actually, 
Um, I heard they had multiple outages where people weren't able to sell for days when the stocks were dropping. They were like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't sell right now. Our systems are down. Yeah, well, I haven't had any issues like that, but um, no, now's the time to invest in, like, VTI and some of the things that traditionally, I mean, they're really low. They're going to go back up. VTI? Vanguard, it's like a Vanguard... um, Index fund. Okay. Well, I, I've been listening to Peter Schiff, um, and he said, don't buy any index funds. Buy gold, silver, and well, gold stocks. I did make 25% off of my um, Ford purchase because I was reading in the news that they were you know, going to be building ventilators, and their stock was pretty cheap, so I bought a ton of it and then sold it the next day for – 25% profit, but you know, I'll listen to Yeah, the, sure. If you're going to flip it, if you're going to flip it, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I'm saying some of these stocks have an 8% return, like on average, and they all dip down like this. I mean, we had a similar thing when I chose to go back to, went to school back in 2009. Like, I mean, there's always uh-huh. times it's going to, and if you're young and you can wait it out and you don't need the money, then invest it. Sure. I don't really see the problem with that. This looks, well, to be honest with you, um, my investments are my garden, my wife's business, and, um, and that's basically it right now. You need some chickens, man. Some chickens. chickens. Yeah, I need to invest in some chickens. Okay. You well, know, if just, you invest you know... chickens, cows, you can actually see your investment and it grows. Like, imagine chickens, if you don't kill them, they, like, eggs literally come out of their asses. Like, literally. I know that. Free egg. I also know someone who was house poor. They bought a house as a fixer-upper, and they invested in chickens for $500. They spent on building a coop, and they bought chickens, and every single one of them got killed. So, I don't think so. Chickens aren't the best return ROI. And that's not right. Is that your friend? No, my friend. Is that your friend, the girl? I had another friend who has a lot of livestock experience and went on. She was talking about guinea hens with me today. She had 18 guinea hens and they went away one weekend and they all got killed. Yeah. Well, that's an issue. You can't really. I also just bought an eighth of a cow for my freezer. So, you know. Do you know what a whole cow costs on the future market in the Boston, uh, in the um, Chicago Board uh, Mercantile Exchange? No. It's like $180. That's not enough. That seems really wrong. And huh? you know what? Cow, grass-fed, not separate, just feedlot cows are so subsidized by the U.S. government I could probably see it just costing like a hundred bucks or whatever. It's ridiculous. It's just crazy. And by the time it gets to you, you're paying like seven dollars, like twenty dollars a pound for but like Mike, a one cut. I don't mind paying more money for a good quality piece of meat, but what you're yeah, paying for good. is feedlot garbage cows. Yeah, those are just feedlot. Those you know are just feedlot cows. If you're talking about the yeah, Chicago but you know that eighty percent of you know that eighty percent of of grass-fed cows are imported. You know that the USDA 
doesn't even have you don't even have to like raise that cow in the United States or pig. They read they you know how your fruit says what like where it's from on it? As long as it's yeah. as long as it's carved up in the United States, they can slap a USDA sticker on. So that's but why. you're not allowed to even import any meat from outside the you country. Can't do. Like you can't bring meat in from No, they cows. these big these big companies that are doing grass fed cows, they are so yeah. allowed to bring it in. Um yeah, stuff. That's interesting. I never heard that before. Butcher box. Go ahead. There's this company called Open Nature. They bring this uh, New Zealand uh, beef that's grass-fed, and they got lamb too. Yeah, but hey, I don't know. know about story about that. I have a story about the lamb. So let me let me let me finish. Wait, with that. wait, wait, wait. Let me oh. just tell you the story about the lamb. Real quick, one sentence. They have these ships with live lamb on them. And they keep the lamb alive on the ship all the way from New Zealand to America. And it stinks so bad that like two or three miles behind the ship, it's like this a massive stench of lamb. Right. But Mike, what I'm trying to tell you is... I'm listening. I found farmers in the United States that you can get this from. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't need... Like, I, I guess I've been doing a lot of research in it. There's things called, like, regenerative agriculture. There's really great programs around here. Okay. And one of the things that gets me mad is when you're, like, shipping and importing produce and animals from all over the world. And that's really me? what the whole Like, me personally? No, well, I mean, what you're buying is actually coming from all over the world, like your rice and your beans, for example. I mean... Where do you think that comes from? Now, I know you're growing your own vegetables, but I'm saying is I'm trying to like... You mean like when I go to the farmer's market or what? No, you're on a rice and bean kick right now. You've said that in every podcast probably. I'm saying in general, yeah, most people... Yeah, I've been doing rice and beans. So I'm saying that is coming from far away. So you're, I'm just saying... Yeah. Anyways, let me go back to what I was, what trying, trying, to do. I was trying to educate you on, you know, the grass-fed um, meat movement was, you know, a lot of times people think they're, you know, they're getting this and it's great and everything, and you get it in the stores, and it's most of the time coming from, like, Argentina or New Zealand, and you're right. They're, you know, they're trans sometimes they're transporting live animals on these ships and stuff, but a lot of times they're just bringing their carcasses over, too. And all they have to do is process them over here, and they get a USDA sticker on them. That's what I was trying to tell you. Well, that's that's new. You're dropping knowledge on me now. Yeah. I never heard this before. I didn't know. Yeah, I've been doing. It's called um, greenwashing or something like that. But so, anyways. Very interesting. I don't mind, and the average farmer in the United States can't compete against your supermarkets. They don't get any subsidy subsidations when. They're not feeding corn and soy. So that's why it costs more money for farmers to raise a cow in the United States or even sheep or other animals because it costs more money for them. They're not getting subsidized by the government. So I don't mind paying for When do they more. get subsidy? 
when they use corn and soy in the subsidies? Yeah, because the government has, we grow so much corn and soy in this country, we put it in everything, everything. And we make cheap, terrible oils that cause inflammation and horrible things. We, we, you can't even go to the store and buy, like, salad dressing that doesn't have some kind of soy oil in it or canola oil. And what the hell is canola? That's my question. Well, like, what I think I've had canola. I think what I've seen the like? canola. I think it's called – I actually picked canola plants before. They're called raps in German. I'm pretty sure um, – so, anyways, I've just been doing. I'm a little bit more passionate about it now that I'm learning a lot more about it. But I just get mad when people demonize eating meat and saying it's bad for the environment. When meanwhile, there are practices we can do that are good for the environment, especially our local economy. That's all. I don't know if Harid's done any has any thoughts on that. Yeah, basically, meat is the best thing that you could be eating, and everybody needs it. And there is this whole conspiracy, maybe, about people having to go vegan and all this stuff. Because, like, most of the supermarkets, they're already, like, uh, yeah, they're vegan. It's called rapeseed. It's a member of the mustard or cabbage family, and canola is a group of uh, rapeseed cultivars. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've collected these plants, but I've eaten them fresh um, before. But okay. I, what was Harid saying? So, so you're on the I was West saying there's a right? vegan conspiracy. Oh, no, yeah. you're on the West Coast, right? You're in California, yeah. and like they, yeah, they like hate on the West there. Coast. Yeah, exactly. It's like. Awful. There's so many vegans out here, literally, and they don't know that like it's actually worse for the environment that what they're eating is worse because like they're usually like in really bad shape because, you know, they try and avoid actual food over everything. It's It's all processed crap. Yeah, like if you go to the stores, let me tell you, 80% of the store is just processed, plant-based, kibble stuff. Yeah, it's like goop. And you have like like people like Bill Gates and you have people like um, the guy who founded um, uh, Snapchat. I guess he's married to uh, Venus or Serena Williams. and he's like, I'm going vegan for my health and stuff. And it's like, it's like, you know, when they do these studies, they're, they're always demonizing meat, but it's like, it's all epidemiology studies. And these people are also eating processed bread and potato chips and having everything in corn oil. You know, they're not demonizing any of those items, but they're demonizing the meat of it. I think it's, I, I, I also think that there's got to be something that, like health-wise, like all these big pharma companies, they're making so much money off of putting people on high blood pressure, your statins. It's a huge conspiracy. Also, like, this stuff about raw meat being bad and bacteria being bad for you. Like, I've been eating raw meat since a year. I even eat chicken raw. 
and um i've been doing way better like health wise way better than ever in my life and yeah. i actually grew up like eating usaid foods like uh, my own mom she died from margarine basically because like if you eat these plant or plant oils they're not fats right so you eat them and you like heat them up they turn into solids once they get into your body right so it turn into basically what's called cellulite and your body like it can't get rid of them that easy you need to like uh take like lymph baths and all this stuff like i've been taking baths with like uh raw milk hmm. and like coconuts uh, or like pineapple and stuff to just like pull out all the toxins but the thing is the whole medical profession it's basically based on epidemiological studies and those are biased and they're not correct oh, yeah. at all so did you know that the food pyramid was um one of the founding members of who of a nutritionist that was on like the panel for the food pan for the food pyramid was a member of the um kellogg cereal company family and they are actually like a uh they're part of some vegetarian vegan oh yeah the um, seventh day adventists yeah 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 yeah. and so they were on the board at harvard back in the day and, you know, and they're they're like have it was so there's a lot of biasism. But yeah, the Nancy, biggest... Nancy Reagan and the Seventh Day Adventists. That's right. like a whole like Nancy Reagan. She was like, people should eat more cereal because it'll it'll take men's urge to masturbate, and it'll make people more docile. Yeah, so that was like terrible for you from eating meat. The original reason. Huh. They wanted people to become good Christians and not, you know. Yeah, because, like, they said that meat makes people aggressive, but it's actually a matter that the opposite is true, literally. Like, if you go on YouTube, and type in like vegan compilations there's like all these angry vegans that start losing it after having cholesterol deficiencies and there's these yeah that's the biggest thing cholesterol being demonized and yeah, exactly. how they these doctors put you on people on, they put them on statins and they wonder why there's more people with alzheimer's issues because your brain is full of cholesterol it's like your brain actually needs cholesterol to function. And so yeah. then they put people on statins and things to like lower their cholesterol and that's messing up what that's just causing inflammation in the body. It's just really messed up the more I learn. And you know, like a couple years ago I was working with a nutritionist and she's like, Oh, you need to eat more carbohydrates to lose weight. Let me tell you, I gained so much weight trying to hit these macronutrients or the, you know, like the increased carbohydrates. And I was mm -hmm. going to the gym like every day. And I felt like crap, absolute crap. And, you know, I also thought I was also on a kick one time where I was trying to save money. I was just eating lots of beans and rice and tofu. 
I felt like absolute crap. And I was so depressed. And it was just my work, everything. I didn't have mental clarity. It was bad. So I, I just get, um, that's why I'm just more passionate about it. Because like, right now, I've been, you know, dropping like body fat percentage and putting lean muscle mass on. And like, I've been tracking with like DEXA scans and like, um, and keeping my blood and looking at my blood work and, you know, just monitoring that because everyone's telling me, Oh, you're going to have bad cholesterol and all this other crap. And I'm like, well, in fact, everything's great, you know? So anyways, I can yeah, go on rant. I know, like, I know exactly what you mean. Cause like I started this, uh, I got this book by this girl, this guy called Ogenus Wonder Planets. Hmm. And, it's called We Want to Live. And it's about like this guy's health journey. And I guess he used to be a vegan and a vegetarian and everything. But he started this uh, raw foods diet, like I think in the 90s or something. Hmm. And it's like it basically promotes low carb, no grains, because grains are bad and inflammatory. And it's basically keto. And it took me like, I studied it for like two years. And then a year later, I started feeding my dog that I had like raw meat. And then she was like really healthy from it. Yeah. Like when I would give her liver, like her eyes, like her pupils would literally dilate. Like from eating raw liver. Liver is full of vitamin A and other vitamins. Yeah, and well, like uh, the thing the is, thing. like cooking it does, like it still loses some like nutrients and stuff. Yeah. But when I started feeding my dog raw, I tried raw myself one day. I just ate a steak, and then like it was like, I don't know, it was like an energy boost, like. You should check out um, the Strong Sisters on YouTube. They're pretty good. Oh, I've seen those, actually. Yeah. Are they doing, like, the carnivore diet? Yeah, they do the carnivore diet. Um, they're very nose to tail. They eat a lot of raw meat and suet, not all the time. Uh, Dr. Paul Saladino also does um, the same, similar. But I'm I'm not... I don't really have, I'm not doing like a, I mean, I eat vegetables and stuff. I don't like, I just don't eat as much as I used to. I try to, I try to fill up on meat first. So it's more of a garnish for me. Um, but I'll tell you yeah, what. That's like, that's the thing. I went carnivore like fully. And then I realized that I need some like plants. And now yeah. I just do like fruit and veggie juices. But it all raw. Yeah, there's some things that are way better for you, I think, and less um, less uh, like Alex's dad has bad kidney stones, and I look at his diet, and I'm like, geez, you know, from what he's eating. But um, I'll say that since Alex and I have been eating a lot more protein, Alex has a lot of hair loss, and it's actually grown back a lot. And my hair has gotten really long in a quick period of time, so I will say there's some benefits too from that from increasing protein. But um, one of the things I learned was a lot, a lot of these minerals and vitamins that people think they're getting, they're not actually, 
getting because they're not they don't have enough fat to actually absorb. A lot of things are fat soluble. Yeah, so exactly. Eat- like you need to eat fat with like an orange or. Right. Exactly. So people who your your people get and people who are often vegan or vegetarian, they tend to feel great within the first couple of months or even a year. It takes about two years to be completely deficient of vitamin B12, and you have to supplement for it, but there's really no proteins that are actually like, – there's no complete non-animal product B12 out there. So there's, just, there's a lot of things that people – they feel great at first because they're eliminating a lot of processed food and a lot of crap that they might be eating in their, you know, their regular diet, and they feel good, and they have energy, but then over time it depletes. So that's something – and I always wonder if people who wanted to eat more plant-based but consumed, like, shellfish and, like, scallops and eggs, like, I feel like you could get a lot of nutrition from that. But people are so anti, like, uh, they're just extreme, you know? Yeah, like, they attribute it to, like, the, you know, the plants, where it's actually the meat that's giving them nutrition when they need it. Right. So I've just, like I said, I've been doing a lot of research into it, and um, yeah. I see, like I'm like on the same kind of research, because I've been uh, I've been on this like health kick since like two years ago. Yeah. I used to have like really bad like acid reflux and stuff. Yeah, that's something they said this helped out with a lot. Um, a lot of also what made me mad was I have a friend who has um, this pain syndrome and she's like very um, she really she has all this pain it's like a phantom pain syndrome I don't know what it's called and I told her when she got it I was like you know you should really try anti-inflammatory diet because you know you probably have a lot of you know autoimmune issues and just look into it and she said, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to wait till I talk to my nutritionist or whatever. And this person puts her on this, like, anti-red meat, high bean and rice diet. And she's like, oh, I'm feeling great. I'm like, yeah, are you eliminating pasta and a lot of the other stuff that you're eating? Because she's, she's attributing it to she's eliminating the beef from her diet. Meanwhile, she hardly eats that much beef, but she ate a lot of pasta and bread. And she's also eliminated this. But she contributes her, like, feeling better to the meat, eliminating the meat, and doesn't correlate the other items that she's eliminated. And it kind of, that, it just, it just was, it was just made me, like, I was like, she was, this person is a nutritionist, and she's pushing, like, an anti-meat diet as anti-inflammatory. But meanwhile, she's recommending all these inflammatory grains i don't i don't understand but you know that person has a phd and i don't so yeah there's a problem with academia they're like just following these um these uh epidemiological studies yeah i was trying to i'm gonna try and mute mike because I think he's... Um, I think he's snoring. I think we put him to sleep. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. 
Well, you know, he has, he falls asleep so easily after he eats. And I keep telling him it's his insulin. And, you know, when you eat heavy meals like that, or even anything that's super carby, you're going to, your insulin levels are going to spike. And then you're going to like just crash. And that's what he does all the time. Yeah, it's like a crash. Yeah. I get I've seen it. In and real my life. Mom, right. So, and, you know, he was always telling my mom and I we're like going to have high cholesterol and our blood pressure is going to be hot or, you know, and there's, and both of us have improved. My mom's doing kind of a, is doing a more of a keto diet. And, um, I, uh, I'm, I just shipped her some cod liver oil and some, um, herring. I'm trying to get her to eat more, um, fish. She doesn't really eat a whole lot of fish, but, you know, she's on, she's still on all those medications, like that and stuff. And I'm like, um, it really upsets me because I can tell that her memory is not as good as it used to be, you know, just concerning. Yeah, it's not as clear. I think like, um, like on like raw fish, it helps a lot, like with detoxing the brain. I recently quit smoking. And like That's I've been talking like crazy. Yeah. And I was just eating that like fish and scallop. Yeah, I've been stocking up uh, over the last two or three weeks. I just had this feeling that things was gonna shit, you know, like it was gonna get bad. So I've just been, I had been stocking up on meat and canned fish. So I, like I said, I'm pretty well stocked up. I actually took inventory of my freezer and I have like an order of meat coming next week from this farm in Georgia. And, uh, the end of April, I have an eighth of a cow coming. So, um, <laughs> pretty, pretty stocked up, but I think, I think Alex just went to bed. <laughs> All right. I guess, the the stream is ending soon. But like the, yeah. the thing is, you can never have enough meat. Try drying it. I've been drying it um, on plates, and then just putting it in jars with olive oil. Yeah, I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, I even put a video on YouTube on it, but it's from this guy, Ajinus. Gotcha. I'll have to check it out. I haven't thought about drying any of the meats yet because I most of them are like ribeye and pretty good cuts. But I was I was telling I was looking at like London broils and like <sighs> they might be um, better. I actually I'm interested to try this beef cheeks. Um, I have to slow cook them for a long time because they're really tough from you know the cow chewing all day. But hmm. um, when I went to Sweden, I had ox cheek and it was delicious. So uh, I did also get a um, bunch of bone marrow that's split in half like canoes. So I'm going to roast those up. Um, no, that's nice. Following some people on Instagram, eat the marrow like uh, on their raw diet. Yeah. And they're getting really good results. 
Yeah, because that's where you get your collagen and you know, like your like your bone broth that has all the good all the good stuff for you is from. So um, that farm in uh, Georgia, they had like two and a half pounds for like twenty five bucks or split in half. But I tried it in a restaurant and they wanted like eleven dollars for like one bone. So I was like, you know what, two and a half pounds for twenty five bucks is, you know, pretty pretty decent. And um, it's coming from a good source too. That that farm down in Georgia does regenerative agriculture, and like most of their, they're they're putting actually carbon back into the soil, and they really have a cool farm. Their stuff's pretty pricey, but and that's why I'm trying to source locally. And you know, like this local farm is a lot cheaper, <laughs> but um, I don't I don't mind, you know, trying to support. It. My cat just tried to go outside. Yeah, it's always better. Because I also like the idea of not having things ship across the country too. So, (laughs) but uh, my the farm that I like I said the farm I was getting stuff from locally they actually stop their meat shipments every week because they've had such a demand because they deliver in town. So they're like really low on their supplies. So that's one of the only reasons I'm not using them on a weekly basis but yeah i get it it's like um, with this corona thing a lot of stuff got like shortages like i had a i've been ordering raw butter and raw cream from uh organic pastures which is like uh, the only company that sells them raw yeah yeah, it's, it's hard because they only they only sell it usually for like animal consumption. Yeah, but like, in Cali they got this. Uh, they got a law passed. Actually, this guy Austin passed like the law for raw milk to huh. get it to be in California. So Mike's that's really lucky. snoozing there. Yeah, that's that's for our viewers, you know, to tell them what gluten does. Yeah, that's what gluten does. Puts you to sleep. Literally. I think we should end this. Uh, I'm going to end the live stream on the YouTube thing. Okay. All right, well, good chat.